My name is Sam Ross. This is the brother at the bar on Instagram. This is for the guy with the hoodie and the Air Force Ones. I'm like, yo, this is like some cool shit. Guess what? That's when the conversation started to happen. This is Pastor Drink Podcast. This is the brother at the bar. Pastor Drink Podcast. Your man, Sam Ross. Check it out. Fresh off of. A little mental vacation. Me and Rise back up in the studio. Been a little time. What's been going on? It's been like two weeks. We took a little break. Had to get things straight. Had to drink some good beer. Shout out to Tony, Tony, Tony. Address E44. He sent me like some banging IPAs. Shout out to everybody who's been rocking me with me from day one. We started off in Chicago. Then we down, went down to Memphis. And we went to Chicago, went to the Pilsen neighborhood, went to the downtown area, went to Memphis. We went to Carolina, talked to my man, Uncap. Man, what a, what a powerful, powerful episode. It's so powerful. We took two weeks to edit it because it's like, I'm almost stingy with that. So we had to, like, we had to bring, we got Cap on, we had to bring on beer chick hey what's going on we got gina we got a brewer we got a skateboarder we got a certified beer server we got a blogger we got beer chick what's going on how you doing i'm good what's up thanks for having me thanks for coming on especially after last night you know i know i'm in the recovery boat for real for real but everybody like everybody know fresh fresh was last night um Gina was big time part of it. Uh, Beer Chick definitely, uh, Beer Chick LLC definitely represented last yesterday. Part as uh, even as uh, if you've watched all day, was the content in the event all day, or even just casually walked walked in and watched some performances. You could definitely tell she was there, and she was even on your um, Instagram, not even within the app a big part right. of it. So thanks. So just tell us about yourself. Like I can tell only say so much, but tell us like who are you and what you do? Yeah, so my name is Eugenia and um I go by Black Beer Tip on Instagram. But Beer Tip LLC is definitely my company. But I am well currently living in Charlotte, North Carolina. So I go real hard for Charlotte, North Carolina. We have an amazing beer scene here. Um so yeah, I'm basically, you know, simply put, a black girl that loves craft beer. And so I really just use my platform to talk about beer, to connect people with beer. And um, a big part of, you know, what makes me happy definitely revolves around beer. And so with that, it comes with just meeting new people, meeting new faces. Um, and, you know, like you said, yesterday was really fun because, you know, it was the first year that Fresh Fest was digital. So we had to actually do everything online. So I, ha- I had a long day of just kind of watching stuff and, and participating on stuff online. Um, then I actually worked yesterday at the brewery. Um, I work at a local brewery here in Charlotte called Free Range. And then we came back last night and we had to host our, what has become, I guess, annual now, our unofficial, official Fresh Fest bottle share. And so we did a virtual bottle share last night with people from all over and um, really just drank beer and, and just talked shit and just really, really had a good time. So it was dope. 
that bottle share was unreal. I see everybody really brought out some great brands and then they really got authentic and got really technical on hops and how they were brewed. It just wasn't like, Oh, I brought like a six pack and here's the six pack I brought. They brought like, yo, I brought a stout and this is the stout I brought. And this, why I brought this stout because I saw that this person was repping this stout. So I'm gonna try to outdo them. Like I love <laughs> the fact that like us as, uh, black beer people with black beer fans and not even right or anything just like people just fans of craft beer we like we we get our little brewers and we like yo no nah, they no nah, they make the best pale ale like no nah, they make the best stout and it's not really the big brands you know right yeah and i mean the cool thing about it is and just talking about the whole experience and with Fresh Fest last year and a lot of people that didn't get a chance to go last year were really looking forward to this year. And, you know, we came up with the best way to describe it is like a black family reunion. And if you're black and you've been to a family reunion before, you know exactly what we mean. It's like you walk up and, you know, everybody knows everybody. And even if you don't know them, like once you begin talking to them automatically, that's because of Pete, like at the cookout. And so last night it was really dope vibes because, you know, we just have to just talk about beer, obviously, drink some good beer. But then also to talk about real stuff and just talk about, you know, what it means to be black and craft um, is, is how Ralph kind of describes it. And just talk about, like, our whole experience and what that means. And so we have some dope people in the industry. And there's a dope community of, you know, black and brown people that drink beer. And so um, that that's always really, really special when we all get together because it's always a good time. It was definitely the family reunion, T-shirts, uh, and, like, like, you said how it feel to be black at the family reunion. Like it, it was just good to see like people I know, like people that own like major breweries that was definitely white, just checking in at Fresh Fest. I think my man from Revolution right. was there and like, he was like showing, Hey, we had his kids out there and they was jamming with the DJs from Fresh Fest. He was virtually checking in, man, like big time brewery here in Chicago. And just, it was just authentic as hell. It's like, so like, even if you the white guy at the fucking black guy, uh, family reunion shit, that shit is cool as fuck, ain't it? Like that. Right. So, and it was good to like, see just every, like, just everybody from the big dogs to like cousin Pete, you know what I'm saying? It was crown, <laughs> crowns and hops to, to like, even little, little guys like my, like, like myself just checking in, just like, just to see that, um, uh, Brandon's, uh, content in early morning the early access right. uh bottle share and see mm-hmm. uh, how they was you know that oh they 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 so fancy with their palette now you know oh exactly and speaking they of they had me cracking up fancy speaking of fancy with their palette like you're a certified beer server dealing with the mm-hmm. cicerone park program and like with a couple months ago like even if even that, I think it just ended, right? You started a program called Road to Fifty, and then yeah, you want to talk about that? Well, please talk about that. Yeah, definitely. So, Road to Fifty is an initiative that I started to really just help women um, and minority women at that connect to the beer industry. Um, you know, over the past couple months, we've been dealing with a lot of stuff as it relates to just racial injustice across the country, and so then. With that going on, we try to figure out how to come together, I think, as a beer industry. And so 
you know, Marcus Upweather Souls released The Black is Beautiful. And so in just thinking about everything that's been happening this past year, um, I started a new job recently at Free Range Room, like I said. And so I remember the day I walked into training, I was really shocked there was another black girl in the actual training with me because I had gotten so used to just being the only black person a lot of times. I'm at my previous brewery pilot, you know, I was the only black person that worked there. At a previous craft beer bar I worked at, I was the only black person that worked there. So I really just got used to being the only one. So when I walked into the space and I saw her, it kind of took me by surprise. You weren't a unit. So, you wasn't like, you wasn't the only one. Right. It, exactly. It was like, oh, wow. It, it was, it was shocking almost to me. I'm, so, like, that's, 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 I ain't even gonna say that's sad to say. That's amazing. Like, right. I would feel, I would feel like in my interview, if I was on a group interview and there was another brother in the room, like, I, even if, like, I wouldn't feel competition, I would, I would feel relaxed. I like, right. yo, like, at least it right. ain't political. At least it ain't, you know, at least I'd be a little more relaxed. So, yeah, free range. Yeah, but but I think the thing about it that's interesting is, like, thinking about that, like, you know, it was that sense of, wow, you know, I'm not the only one, but in the same time. So I went home that same night and was just really laying in bed. And, you know, for the past couple weeks, I had been thinking about different ways to just actually do something because we talk about diversity and inclusion in the beer industry so much, but I feel like there's a lack of action. You know, you talk all day long, but if those words aren't really – turning into meaningful action, then what's the point? I'm done talking about it. And so, you know, I had done a series of things as far as like Pink Boot Scholarship. Um, I created an education class. And so and sitting in bed that night, I had read an article um, about the brewing and distilling program that Garrett Oliver and Dr. Jan, everyone is, is basically raising money for. And in the article, the one thing that really stood out to me was that, you know, Dr. J talked about tokenism. And how a lot of times you have certain people that the beer industry deems acceptable. And so because they're acceptable and they're safe, oh, they're welcome into the space. But when you fit outside that box, you're not really welcome into the space. And so in just reading that article and thinking about it, I realized that I had got real comfortable being the token black person. And, you know, instead of asking, oh, why is there no one else at the table with me? I had just got comfortable with just sitting down and it just being me. And I realized, like, that that was not okay. And so, you know, going back to what you said, if you walked into an interview and saw another black guy in the room, you would feel relieved. Well, yeah, you think you feel relieved, but when you get so used to being the only one, a lot of times your defense mechanism is protecting that space and, and protecting, you know, your space as the only one. And so for me, I was like, oh, that's not, that's not cool anymore. So I thought of this whole idea to um, help women connect to the beer industry through Cicerone. And, you know, I think Cicerone is a great program when you talk about just credibility in the beer industry. Um, if you're a Cicerone, that gives you a little bit of what I call street credit. And so, and just thinking about how I can connect women to the industry, but then also help women get jobs. Um, I was like, hey, you know what? I'm going to pay for some women to get their certified beer service certification. And so that's really how the program was born. And, um, you know, I started a t-shirt campaign decided to sell the t-shirts to raise awareness and it's completely blown up and it's been extremely successful. So yeah. $8,000 was raised so far. Please yep. add more. I challenge my uh, listeners, my people that have been rocking with the show. She's really doing it. Like women, people of color, 
you know how hard it is to get in this industry or to get in this industry and not start coming in carrying buckets of ice for some asshole right. bartender that don't want right. to give you a fucking like time of day. So she's she raised eight thousand dollars for women to come in with that certified beer server certificate. Shout out to Sister Sarone for uh the Sister Sarone program for reaching out to a wonderful program, more bridges, less barriers. You can find that on on her page, Beer Chick LLC on Instagram. Like, uh, can you just talk about some of the people that's just been impacted by this? Definitely I can hear it in your voice how passionate it is for you. Like uh, um, yeah. I'm a fan of yours, Gina. You know what I'm saying? I listen to <laughs> uh uh the Instagram lives and I like you real like you real with this shit like come home and he's like yo i'm popping a beer because i had a good day i'm popping a beer because right. i had a bad day i'm not popping a beer today you know what i'm saying so right. um so when this pro like because you you got other things going on you're always working you're educated lady uh as far as like in life and as far as this beer shit goes on like for real um that's what i like about you guys down there and uh down there your part of uh, the country, you and Cap, y'all always working. Y'all always uh, dealing with the education oh, yeah. part, you know. Yeah, always thinking about, about a master plan. Yeah, it's not all about taking uh, a cool picture with a beer and or how um how, how close you can get it to your chest or to your abs. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I think and I think for me, you like, I, I constantly tell people that like it's so much bigger than me. Like, when I first started my Instagram page, Black Beer Chick, you know, before even really, like, getting into the industry, I was working my regular little nine-to-five. I was working, like, crazy hours, 60 hours a week, super stressed out at work. And when I would get off work, the first thing I wanted was a beer. And so, you know, I realized that I was working too much, and I started visiting breweries more and more on the weekends. And I told myself, you know what? I need something fun to do when I'm not working, because all I did was work. So I created the whole Black Beer Chick persona on Instagram and really just started posting pictures of beers that I was drinking, beers that I was enjoying. You know, it wasn't about getting the perfect picture. I'm not a damn photographer. It was simply just sharing with people what I love. And so through that, I just started meeting really cool people. And, you know, Untap Everything, Eric, was one of the first Instagram people that I really met in person because I went out to Richmond, Virginia to support him at one of his events. And uh, we just instantly connected because one, our share, our share, we share the love of beer, and then two, we're just so down to earth and chill. Like with both of us, what you see is what you get, and we're so passionate about our craft, but we're passionate about it, like not just for ourselves but for others, because we're constantly trying to, you know, expose people to craft beer, introduce people to beer, and um, I think that's what makes this whole thing so powerful. I think for me is that you know it's so much bigger than me. Like at the end of the day, I can stop drinking beer tomorrow. And and most people and people will still continue to drink beer, and the world still goes on. And so, with this Road to Fifty initiative, it was so great because here I was just hoping to help fifty women out, and then Sister Rome came on board and decided, hey, what you're doing is so good, Eugenia. We want to match you with fifty more. So I was able to double my impact and reach a hundred women. And then on top of that, not only did I meet my goal, and granted, I thought it was going to take me a long ass time to like meet this goal because I, I only needed three thousand dollars to begin with just three thousand i raised over eight thousand dollars and i met my goal in three days like i didn't even need the full two weeks i thought i would need so 
it shows that like you know when you really believe in something when you're passionate about something and people believe in it they will 100 percent get behind it and support it if you're doing the right thing at the right time you'll get the right content or the right results you know and it's definitely uh showing and proving with you, you got hosting a beer education uh class um within the next week or two weeks now right you want to speak yep. about that yeah so you know in terms of everything like when you think about how you can make the world a better place i think knowledge is power and that goes like in and out of the beer industry and someone just continuing to think about ways i can just like really make a difference um i decided to well actually Chris from Ron Guys, who's at Vance Cicerone, and he's their beer education um, director. You know, he kind of reached out to me, and we just started talking about different things. And so one of the things we decided to collaborate on is a beer education class. And so the class is called Grain to Glass. It's a free class, and it's virtual. And um, Chris actually teaches the class. I'm more so the host. And it's a basic introduction to just beer and help people that may not know a lot about beer just really understand beer um, from the grain and, you know, malt and barley and what that means all the way through actually how you bottle it and how you take it to the actual glass and, and being able to enjoy it. And so um, we had our first class about a week ago and we got such great feedback. And so we have two more classes that we're going to be hosting um, coming up in the next in the next couple of weeks. And it's just it's a really great way to just connect people to different people and um, just really learn more about beer. And so the cool thing about the class is that you know, we have people from all over that have been participating. I had one lady from South Africa write me saying, hey, I would love to come to your class. Wow. But, you know, the, the time that you had it is in the middle of the night. And so that was mind-blowing for me because it made me realize for the first time, like, through social media, like, people don't realize how far and wide your reach could be. Like, obviously, my reach is in North Carolina because that's where I met. But the fact that someone in South Africa wrote me a message and was interested in something I was doing in Charlotte, North Carolina, like blew my freaking mind. The reach is real. The reach is right. real. Uh, you, t I'm sitting here showing riders the notes, and you like doing. The reach is real. I'm loving this. Uh, I'm going back. Like thanks to thanks to you ladies that's in the craft beer industry. Thanks to the um, like we had um we had the blessed opportunity to have Afro Beer Chick in studio. Your syndicate uh. That's right. The syndicate fam. Yeah, syndicate <laughs> fam. As like Rise pours up me some uh, Daisy Cutter, Hell Shout out to Patrick Doig, um from <laughs> Half Acre and our seventeen percent drip glasses. You yes. know what I'm saying? Uh, but going back to the reach, I'm loving what's going on right now. As far as just people, hey, I got a cool brewery that's brewed up uh, a cool. Black is beautiful style. I'm gonna send it to you because I, I I know you you post you like this adjunct all the time, so I want to send you this and right. or just yo um like yo my um my brewery made a cool hip hop uh beer. I know you a hip hop guy, so I'm sending you some beer. Like the reach is real, and like and, and the love is real. The, thank you, because fucking you know thank you. The fucking there's a love. lot of fake. There's a lot of fake love in the world, but there's a lot of real love in the world. And I will tell you, like, even with you saying, like, the beer industry, there's some real ass people out there showing real love because the amount of people that hit me up, like you said, wanting to just send me beer 
and just like show up. I had a whole brewery send me a whole package of beer based on one beer I posted. And I'm just like, thank you. I appreciate that. And anytime I post something, like I posted yesterday, I just, I wanted a beer that um, a brewery did in collapse. Somebody was like, oh, it was in my DM, not even five minutes later. Oh, I got you. Send me your address. Like the love in the beer world is so real. It really is. That's the cold thing. You don't have to be a blogger. You don't have to be a brewer. You don't have to be, you can just be a fan of craft beer. My man, addressy right. 44, Tony, 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 just a guy that just like, just like to get off beer, get off work, have a craft beer and a cigar. He's in Virginia. He sent like my, not even like a company not that can right. afford it. Just like, Hey bro, I like your content. you be talking shit all the time. I like your podcast or whatever. You have cool people. Like fucking Afro beer chick, kinky studs, uh, fucking Gina on. And I I just like the way you get down and just send me some cool ass fucking Virginia beer, you know? Right. Shout out to L works. This bison pale L is fucking crazy. Um, but I'm hitting this Daisy cutter. Shout out my man, Patrick joy, calf acre. Shout out everybody. I'm the new brewer. At Goose Island. This is the first time I ever Ooh. said this on my um podcast. Congrats. I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you and what yeah. you're doing. You you moving in silence. They say bro D's moving silence like lasagna. That's what you're doing. And but <laughs> it took it took it took it but I didn't want to be like that token black guy and then like and Afro beer chick came on here and she fucking lost. She just came in here, ripped this shit. And then like the next fucking day. No, within fucking out like minutes, hours, you will fucking put up a post about like, yo, I'm a woman before I'm a like a blog, and you you retweeted the shit and you reposted this shit, like right. post off my fucking platform. Yep, talking about this shit, and it's like, and like you say, I'm on some real fucking dope boy shit. I'm moving, bad boys moving in silence. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like for real, like. Yo, I'm with this shit, but yo, I don't work for Crab Brewery. Right. I don't work for Crab Brewery. I make big barrels. Right. <laughs> I make national and, shit, baby. And I would say, like, it can be really intimidating sometimes, like, working in this industry because, you know, first and foremost, I'm going to always support independent. I'm going to always support craft breweries and independent. And so a lot of times we kind of stay away from the big guys but at the same time, you know, definitely don't don't forget to celebrate yourself and acknowledge where you are because regardless of who you work for, whether it's Big B or not, um, I think it's still powerful to be, you know, a black person working in this craft beer industry when we know it's historically there wasn't really much space for us. Yeah, you got people working in the warehouse and packaging and doing that, but as far as brewing, that's a really, really big deal. So I just want to say to you, you know, definitely celebrate yourself because, what you're doing is really important. And I, I think back to, you know, when Afrobitic was on your podcast. Now, I'll be honest, and this is going to sound so shady, but I am not a podcast person. Like, I do not listen to podcasts. My ass is ADHD. Like, it's hard for me to sit there and listen to a whole podcast. But I sat there and listened to the whole podcast that you and Afrobitic did, and I really enjoyed it. And I remember thinking it was, like, a really powerful and good conversation, and so I shared it. Um, and so it's funny how things come full circle, and here I am now on your podcast. You see? So I think, I mean, I'm always, I'm big on the universe, just lining shit up and putting things together where it's supposed to be and how it's supposed to happen. And, you know, 
even in, you know, my, my first career job I ever had, um, you know, I was, I was let go from it because we had scheduling issues. And I remember being so depressed about it. But in just thinking about where I am right now and all the shit I have going on, like, if I didn't lose that job, who was to say I would have the drive and motivation I have today? So everything happens for a reason and comes back full circle. I truly believe that. I went from far back right. to brewer. Right. And in about a year, right, Brad? In about a That's year, one, about like one year from almost one today. year, and like I put in the work, like I put in the work, like but this takes it takes a team, it takes a really big team. Mm-hmm. You can turn the mic back on. This is like some cool shit. <laughs> hey, challenge all the bloggers, all the brewers, all the black people in craft beer. Check this out on the podcast, yo. We're about to celebrate. We're about to glass clink. Black people, a crowns and hops glass with a 17% mm-hmm. glass on fucking air. <laughs> like, hold on, let's get it close to your microphone, Brad, because I wanted to clean. Go back to your fucking microphone. <laughs> so, yeah. Closely, Jensen, we got hand sanitizer. Congratulations, Sam. I mean, I mean, you know, I know it is your show. You don't need this, but it's been a good year. A lot of progress. And I, and I think that, that, you know, took a, took a couple of days. Took a couple weeks off, and uh, well deserved. But thank, thank you, um, because like I was real nervous and like, but back to you, like back to the point to like I didn't want to be the token black guy because like I man, bro, Gina, I'm blessed. I walk around this like I walk around this craft beer world in Chicago like a star because I'm I'm with the big boys. I got all the cool hats. I got all the cool t-shirts, you know, cause I work right. with, cause I work for the cool people. You know what I'm saying? We got, we, we good. You know what I'm saying? We, right. we brewing, look, we brewing better shit. So we, you know, but like everybody in this industry, whether they work with me or like, <sighs> shout out to my man, P Doy. Damn. I miss P Doy. Uh, sitting in the studio. Uh, half acre or whatever, like you don't want to be the token guy. And an Afro beer chick sat up in here and she challenged all of us. Then you, then like you took that off. So like, like how Raz lost his shit when ABC was in here. I'm losing your, my shit now just Maybe to have you up We need to step here. up and do something. Pass the dream podcast. We might need to help some right. people. You know. Um, well, and that's the thing. It's like, you know, for the longest time, I think I had the mentality where I'm going to make me a seat at the table, regardless if you invite me or not. And so, you know, being a token was me bringing my seat with me to the table. And I think now my whole mindset has changed. And with everything going on in the country and like with me, you know, doing all this stuff, my mindset is I'm no longer bringing the fucking chair to the table. I'm bringing the damn table. Yeah. So when you bring the table, that's a different mindset. And that's a, that's a different, I think, level of confidence. And, you know, I think it's important that now we're changing the narrative and changing the conversation from like, oh, don't just allow me to work in your industry. What about ownership? Allow me to own a brewery. Like, that's a, that's a conversation starter that begins to change when you change your mindset. And so I think now my mindset is I'm not okay with being a token because... Most importantly, I'm bringing people with me. 
I know you. I know you're not a podcast girl, but man, when but wait. Speaking of ownership, wait till you hear me and Cap's uh, podcast. It's uncomfortable. Like I, I don't even want to share it. Like I think, like I just want to charge for it. Like, like because it's so. I don't even share. It's like two brothers really having a conversation. We get into ownership, and we get into who really who's really owning these beers that we're creating, that we're collaborating with. Like, uh, we're blessed to be collaborating with these breweries to be doing beers. Like, don't put it past nobody. Like, like that, you know, we are part of the market, but like somebody took their fucking money and took a chance on us. Fucking Pete Crowley took his money and took a chance on me and Jay West to make Harold's 83 honey ale for Haymarket. And right. he didn't like, he didn't know I was going to make a bomb ass fucking beer. <laughs> talk my mm-hmm. shit. Like talk your yeah, shit. You got right. a fucking barrel aged beer. Yeah. And, and it's funny that you said that because you know, the first brewery I worked at pilot, they took a chance on me. I didn't have any experience. Like, yeah, I was a craft beer drinker. I love craft beer, but I had never brewed before. So most people start off home brewing and then make their way into like commercial brewing. You know, I never brewed before, but they knew that I had a passion and a love for beer, so they gave me that chance. And so with that job, I was able to work as a beer tender half of the time and then brew half of the time. And so um, I think that, that also makes my experience a little bit different because, you know, nothing wrong with people that just are craft beer connoisseurs or craft beer influencers, but it's like, okay, I drink craft beer, but guess what? I also can make it like... <laughs> You know, you talk about talking your shit. And so the last beer I brewed was a Verbelled Imperial Stout. And um, it just sold out, actually, um, the other day. And then on top of that, the icing on the cake, and this was huge to me. So when I was at Pilot, I brewed four beers. Um, I brewed four beers while I was there. And so one of the beers I brewed, it was a Hell's Block. It actually placed in a beer competition here um, in North Carolina. And then the owner just told me the other day that, he entered my Vermont Imperial Stout into the GABS competition. So we had a whole barrel series, and we um, each each person at the time we had a staff of five. All five of us brewed barrel aged beers. Well, she only submitted two to GABS, and one was mine. And so, obviously, I'm happy about that, and it makes me proud. And I think I have a good ass beer. And um, yeah, I, I don't know. It's it's just special to me, and that's why I truly believe in like this opportunity what I'm doing because sometimes it, it takes taking a chance on someone to really see and bring out their true potential and so I'm really excited about that and um, my beer is dope and I'm not just saying it because it's my beer but this shit tastes good <laughs> and yeah and, and the funny thing about it is I don't even like bourbon barrel imperial stout <laughs> I don't even like them I was just we I had to do a, a barrel aged beer and that's what I did and it came out amazing Stout. Yeah, it's like somebody taking a chance on us as people in the right. industry. Uh Rise is cracking a bowden half acre. But uh it takes it takes someone taking a chance on us. Uh, it can be intimidating. Like shh. Damn, Gene, I'm sitting here fucking sharing with you. We ain't like really emotional here on this fucking podcast. Like, like <laughs> fuck, I'm losing my shit. Um, it's so real right now. 
and like thank you for coming on because like the your certified beer service you have a beer in a barrel you're a brewer first and foremost i want you always like whenever you come on these programs i'm a fan sis i know you all over the map and like the <laughs> first thing you say you a you are a brewer the first right. and foremost you know you brew that's the first and foremost yeah I'm at free range right now, serving the best beers, doing as much as I can. I'm on the, I'm blogging, I'm doing, I'm hosting, I'm, I'm skateboarding, I'm right, I'm on my road to fucking 200, fuck (laughs) bitch, fuck Curtis Jackson, you know what I'm saying, you know what I'm saying, I'm on the 200, you know, I'm all about education, and thank you, like, I'm really like, we have some shit called two beer talk. We into it right now. Anybody who's uh, been on my podcast and uh, Haymarket, Open Outcry, uh, Kinky Sus, what's up, girl? Afro beer chick, you know, fro in the room, coming soon. Fro in the room, coming soon. Uh, right. Anybody that's been on my podcast, we do this two beer talk. Uh, we two beers in. Um, yo, I'm so two beers in. Rise got 17% drip. And his crowns and house beer glass, <laughs> and I got mine, and we double fisted right now. <laughs> yes, double fisted. Man, we support. You know, we like, you have some great people out there. Like we ain't even taking pictures of this shit. You know, like this right. ain't no like photo op. Like we like uh, shout out. Like it takes a team. It takes somebody took a right. sh- somebody took shout out to my man the brew father. Like. You know, he's a real quiet guy. He works at Goose Island. But shout out to the Goose, uh, to the brew father for taking a chance on me, you know. And he hired me as activation. He hired me just, um, you know, doing events. And just, and shout out to Pete at uh, at um, Haymarket. Yeah, shout, out, think- shout out to my man Rod sitting right across <laughs> the you know, doing the past yeah. podcast. It takes someone because there's... There was no us, you know, right. y'all the OGs to me, like me and, <laughs> a, me and o, ABC had this little funny little thing called big sis. Oh, like I'm older than her, but I call her big oh. sis because she's been in the craft beer industry longer than me. You know, right. I'm a fan of you guys, you know, I'm a fan of you guys and you motivated me to become the person that I am. That's awesome. You know. That's awesome. Well, last I year everything- I wasn't able to go to Fresh Fest because I was at a family reunion. And like I but I watched online. I was oh, one yeah. of those guys that's like, yo, we we turning up in this motherfucker. And we got like a hundred <laughs> motherfuckers on Instagram fucking following. I was ninety nine, girl. <laughs> <laughs> So thank you. Like, yo, if you come on my podcast and she gets off the rails and like, I think that's what everybody enjoys. Like this ain't the stereotypical, uh, how do we get more black people into craft beer? Right. You know? It's authentic. And I feel like we, we keep asking the same questions over and over again. And for the most part, I feel like it's unnecessary. And, and I think what makes this experience just special is because it's authentic. And one thing I will say is, like, I am so big on being authentic 
I'm so big on operating in truth and, you know, how what you see with me is what you get. And so, you know, I often joke because I see other Instagram pages with like thousands and thousands of followers. And I'll probably never be that because more than likely, I will never focus on getting the perfect picture. You know, I will never make sure that my hair looks good or that, you know, my lipstick looks good or whatever when I go on video. Shit, last night I had to put my head scarf on and was on live, like in an Instagram video. Like to me, it's about being authentic and being yourself. And, and when you operate in that way, people will naturally gravitate towards you. People will naturally, you know, want to be a part of what you have going on. And I think back to like, I started my fucking Instagram page maybe two years ago. I think two years ago. And I, I mean, I still remember when I had one follower to now almost having 5,000. But to me, that doesn't mean anything because it's about connecting with people and, you know, meeting people one-on-one. And I tell people all the time, like, if you see me out, just speak and say hello. Like, I am not, oh, I'm an Instagram celebrity. You stand in line. You can't talk to me. You don't touch me. Like, no. I'm like, hey, give me a hug. Like, that's just me all the time. And so I think it's so important to be authentic because, like you said earlier, you have a lot of love in the industry, but you also have a lot of faith. And you have a lot of people that perform. Just like you have a lot of these breweries that are performing with this black is beautiful. We're not going to talk about that. But at the end of the day, I think being authentic. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. What up, Casey? Like, we need some like some sound drops on that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, like no, like no, like not on that point. But like, I'm just taking opportunity to get back to talk your shit. I help brew up Black is Beautiful. I help raise some money. I help do some shit. Do some beautiful things for weather soul and um thanks to my my job for giving me an opportunity to help brew that um we're gonna talk about that probably next show but like black is be these black is beautiful stouts is wonderful um i'm talking to a lady that can appreciate a stout who's brewed a stout who's raised over eight thousand dollars that's selling t-shirts on her uh Instagram follower, Beer Chick LLC. I apologize, rats. <laughs> but, uh, Gina, thank you for coming on. Thanks for, uh, um, anything like we talked about your latest adventure, the beer education, uh-huh. hosting. Thanks for challenging me. Like, Cap came on talking right. about collaboration, you know, right. uh, ABC came on pretty much talked about like what we were talking about now. Like, and like, man, thanks for being fucking real about like, yo, yo, like when there's another black person in the room, when there's another fro in the room, kinky sud, you know, what's right. up girl? Like when there's another free fro in the room, like, like That's how do we reach do. out? How do we, how do like the, you guys have the syndicate, but like, but us guys is not part of the syndicate. You know what I'm saying? You guys are going to have each other for life. You know, right? you know, you guys going to have each other for life. Cause that was a very authentic part. You know, I can right. only went, I can only witness from over the phone, but like us guys, that's not in the syndicate. So like me and like beers and bars, you know, it's up on mm-hmm. us to like, how do we build these authentic collaborations that we're going to have each other throughout our craft beer experience. And these guys are like building dope content. Like they 
Man, shout out to yeah. beers and bars. Like, um, yeah, they, they don't do. do they don't do this. Like, they don't do it as big as nationally as like because they so focused on like the uh, music and like, yeah, and, and that's cool too. Cause, cause beer, the beer industry is heavily influenced by music. Look at the name of some of the beers. Look mm-hmm. at how big the Space Age shipping was because of Eight Ball and JG. I got some. You know? I seen you post. Yeah. Shout out, shout out to my plug <laughs> in the Memphis. I got some. I'm gonna post it but, a little later. <laughs> yeah, but um, what was I gonna say? I was gonna say that, you know, oh, I just lost my damn train of thought. Hey, you, hey, send me, hey, send me a link on where you got that fucking beer fridge too. Big oh, fan, authentic, <laughs> real. Like I know you bought a new beer fridge because you got so much beer. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> You're so stupid. I had to. I just got a roommate. And I didn't have no where for him to put his uh groceries in the refrigerator, so I had to take some of my beer out so he could have. Ah, uh, you was that you was that bogus roommate, like like like. <laughs> You're like, man, bro, like, I'm trying to put my fucking eggs in here. She has all this fucking beer and shit. Like, exactly. Shit. Like, don't be, don't be that. Thank you for not being that person. We need to keep, <laughs> keep the peace in these times and ages. We got 17% drip glasses. We got crown and hops glasses. We've been drinking green line. No, we've been drinking half acre. Daisy Cutter and Bodum and Bodum. Like, you pour this to Bodum right here? Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. It was it National IPA. Hey, it was National IPA Day. Like, I know, like, like we just talking about talking, take away all the uh, not beer chick LLC. Mm-hmm. Gina, what's your fucking IPA? Gina, what's your fucking IPA? What's your Fucking favorite IPA. We might want to start the show off with like this. Gina, what's your fucking IPA? <laughs> um, you know what? I will say this. So it's really hard for me when it comes to like having favorite beers because I don't really have favorites. I have a lot that I like. But one thing I will say is that an IPA I can grab on any day. And I know no matter when I get it, I'm with the same quality. Sierra Nevada Haze Little Thing. You can drink Haze Little Thing any day of the week. And it always tastes the same. It's just a really good IPA. If I had to pick, I had to say that. Oh, that might that's brewed in my city. Oh, the Sierra Nevada. Are you talking about the Sierra Nevada? Yeah. Oh, we. No, we just had. We just had like a studio full of that yeah, shit yeah, yeah we and the green <laughs> can and yeah. the green and yellow yeah, can oh yeah oh yeah. my yeah. god oh yeah that's my go-to like any day of the week i can drink that it's a it's a good ipa um mine is uh mine is half acres bowden it's uh it's a dead middle mm-hmm. between uh a new england and the west coast really yeah, I'll get you some out there. No problem. Yeah, I was, I've never had any hand No problem. Thing, no so. problem. No problem. That's no problem. Okay. My, like, uh, Gina, I'm sorry. Beer Chick LLC. <laughs> you know, thanks for, keep, <laughs> thanks for keeping it safe. She got masks out here, y'all. Hand sanitizer. Wash your hands. Keep it safe. <laughs> she has masks out here. She has t-shirts. The proceeds 
raised $8,000 for women for the Sister Sarone program. That's a big part of just getting getting through the door. We talking about diversity. We talking about getting through the door. We're not talking right. about, we're talking about trying to, um, we're tired of carrying ice. Man, the crazy thing. <laughs> I was a bar back when I met my man Rise, and That's I knew, right. knew more shit <clears throat> about liquor. And like, and they are like. I didn't I, know you were a bar back. I thought you were a bar. No, nah, right. Like, and like, whew. I'm losing my shit here. Thank you for coming on. Like we have, like we have certain people that we have on that are fans and we lose our shit on. And like, I'm a fan of you. I'm a fan of the dress. I'm a fan of tie dye. I'm a fan of every, (laughs) of every two days you're doing like something big in the industry. I'm a fan that you challenged me outside of you not even knowing You've challenged me by right. retweeting ABC about, yo, I'm, you know, I'm a black woman before I'm a woman in this craft beer industry. And like at exactly. the time, you know, I was in the middle of an interview. Like I was just, I wasn't I interviewing that day or two days before that to getting this job I oh, got yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. So I was under a lot of stress and like people right. are rioting and looting. <laughs> We were under rioting and looting. It's been a crazy summer. You know? It's been, it's been a, I think the difference coming from a white person. Oh, yeah. We got rise. Yeah. So <laughs> let me just, it was from the beginning of Sam's podcast saying, I'm in a diversity panel. So listening to what you're doing, it's like, no, we're taking action. Right. We're doing that power. It, yeah, like I love you, and it's like yeah, it so took I it took all of that. It. Go ahead, Gina. I'm sorry. No, I was just saying it's about putting your money where your mouth is. You know, my mother used to always say, "Don't talk about it, be about it." And so that's where I'm at. Yet I like don't talk about it, be about it. Let us yeah. see it. So and like my thing was peace. Like my thing was always all about peace. Like, um, right. <laughs> like crazy thing is like. I go to church every Sunday, but we get out at 10 o'clock. So most craft beer rooms open at 12 or 11. I'm there at 11, but I went to church. You know what I'm saying? So my thing was, so my thing was peace. Like my thing was keep the peace, like keep the peace. And like ABC came on and was like, yo, it's about keeping the peace, but like they, they need to step up. And I'm like, yo, man, like, I know, but like, yo, it's like, and like, I'm taking notes. I'm getting there early. Like, I talk to beers and bars. Like, um, like every step I make in that brewery, I know that I'm rapping for you. I'm rapping for the syndicate. I'm rapping yep. for like, um, people like I've never met, like Doctor right. J and all of all Like they sacrifice at this point in time and time like they don't have to reach back for us right you know yeah. so, so they sacrifice and they reach back for people like me and you and so i don't take i don't take uh that for granted so like 
I'm taking notes. Like right. I was like, I'm on a like a mental vacation now because it's all about al- alpha acids and Vorloff and, and transferring <laughs> to the kettle. And tr- you know what I'm saying? Like I was like, I'm the shout out to my real brewers. You know what I'm saying? This for the elite. You know what I'm saying? This for the elite. You know what I'm saying? Because you know they listen to me too. You know what I'm right. saying? Yo, I'm studying alpha acids transferring uh boil off in temperature you know and thanks yeah. for thanks for uh all the bloggers you know what i'm saying like because that's this still my love like me and like right thanks to my producer thanks for rise like sacrificing his sacrifice time and sacrifice like man like you got your dream job, bro. You know what I'm saying? So if you want to do, if you want to record every two weeks or every week, you know, like every other week or something like that, you know what I'm saying? Cause we on the road, baby. We got kinky studs. (laughs) We got, look, we got kinky studs. We got, we got you. We got ABC. We got blind cap. This show is blowing the fuck up. Thank you for everybody that's listening. If you want to be a part of it, Please hit the link. Please, you know, subscribe. Please help be a part of this. You know, it's not cheap to uh, record at what we record at. Uh, ABC can re- um, will definitely double down. We up sexy up in here. We got the studio glass. We downtown. We in the West Loop location. Uh, shout out to all the West Loop uh, breweries in the area. So. Keep us going. Like I say, click the link, you know, keep, keeps people like ABC calling in, keeps people like yourself calling in. Cause you could be doing other things right now. Follow her, go get some masks, go get some t-shirts, okay. go sign up for the sisters around Gina. Tell them all your official links. And, and Okay. Definitely. So you can follow me on Instagram at black ear you can follow me on Facebook at Beard Chick LLC. You can visit my website at www.blackbeardchick.com. And for anybody interested in knowing more about everything I have going on, you can always just shoot me an email at beardchickllc at gmail.com. She's selling masks. She's raising T-shirts. She's doing great things with the Cicerone program based right here in Chicago, Illinois. Thank you, everybody. Gina, tie that to the die. Holla. 